the talk show. Five past eight. Thank you for staying with us on SFM. Do get in touch on 0891-104207. SMS is 34701 at a cost of two rand. Your emails, uh, studio at sfm.co.za. Amanda in for until nine o'clock. Now, joining us in the studio, a life coach. Hmm? Never had a one-on-one with a life coach. You know, I'm not so sure about myself because life coaches are like psychiatrists. They can read you. <laughs> you know, they look at you and they know that you got issues. Mia von Shah also helps uh, people with uh, transformation. If you want to transform from the old you to the new you, she can help. That's exactly it. She's <laughs> going to help us. I thought transformation had got said to do with work and sport and other things. There's also personal transformation. Personal transformation, yeah, that's the most important kind. Because if you're transforming yourself, everything is going to benefit. Mm. So work, sport, family, everything. You work on yourself, and it's like Gandhi said, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, talking about personal transformation, when I mean, as, as a professional, when do you see people deciding to make the transition? Is that when there's an event in their life or something they plan ahead and they think, you know, I'm this old, I think I need to change or something has got to happen? You know, unfortunately, normally what happens is that people hit some kind of a crisis that mm. they don't know what to do. And then... Then they come for help. But, you know, normally a crisis is a problem that's been building up for a long time. And they wait until the pain of changing is not as bad as the pain of staying the same. Wow. So people are afraid of change, generally. Even if it's good? Even if it's good change. You know, we get into what we call a comfort zone. Mm. And even if our comfort zone is not very nice, it's still what we know. Mm. So people are more likely to stay with what they know than to initiate some kind of change. Yeah. We like new clothes and things, but uh, other changes we don't like. That's it. Don't don't try and change me. (laughs) Change my environment is all right. Yes. Now, let's talk about stress. I mean, I was looking through some papers, and I was looking at the symptoms of stress, and I'm looking at my whole team, including myself, and they realize that at some point we are stressed. Mm. Either we don't know or we're in denial. That's it. I think most people are in denial because living in a city specifically, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't experience some effects of stress. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at the physiological changes that happen when you're stressed, I mean, that's actually the best place to start because if you look at what happens in the body, you get stressed, yes. okay, and certain physiological changes happen. It's what we call the fight or flight response, mm. or the sympathetic nervous system gets activated. So there's things, for instance, like your immune system shuts down. Because if you were, let's say, in the bush and you had a cold and you were mm. sitting under a tree with your cold and there comes a lion, Okay, it takes a lot of energy for the body to run the immune system. Mm. So now it needs the energy to run. (laughs) Hmm. So what happens is it shuts down the immune system for that time. You run away from the lion, and then when you're safe, it kicks back in. But now what we're doing in our modern society is we're having that kind of level of stress for long periods of time. Mm. So that immune system is not kicking back in. I mean, that's just one of the things. Um, 
you've got digestive issues because the blood goes away from digestion into your arms and legs so that you can fight or flee. You've got my favorite, which is your blood vessels in the frontal cortex constrict, sending all the blood to the hindbrain, which is for reflex action. So you actually become more stupid <laughs> when you're stressed. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there can't be anything worse for a relationship than that. You know, there you are trying to sort out your relationship problems, and you actually can't, you literally can't think properly. Aye. He's scaring me now. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I'm not trying to scare you because there's such simple things that you can do to relieve stress mm. that the fact that we're all running around in a state of high stress all the time is actually unacceptable. Mm. You know, there's really, really simple, basic things like breathing, for instance. Yeah. You know, if you take a short, deep in-breath, what you do is activate what's called the vagus nerve, which runs under the diaphragm. And that then activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the complete opposite. So then your digestion improves and your heart rate slows down and your breathing slows down and the blood comes to the front of your brain so that you can think again. <laughs> and it's just such a simple thing, like having that short, deep in-breath and then you have double the length out-breath. So I teach this to my clients. I say to them, okay, very simple thing. You know how to count to 10 and you know how to breathe. That means you know how to reduce your stress. Wow. So you count in for the count of one, two, three. You hold on the count of four. And then as you count out, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're breathing out. So that's a long out breath. But what that does is forces you then when you take that in breath to make it a deep in breath. It's going to make me dizzy. Hold that thought. <laughs> 10 past 8 on SFM, South Africa's news and information feed. And now, the Minister of Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries, Ms. Tina Jimmert-Peterson, intends to declare a particular list of trees, champion trees. These would be protected under Section 121AB of the National Forest Act of 1998. Now, interested and affected parties are invited to submit written comments on the proposed list. Now, for the full list of the proposed champion trees, you can visit the department's website at www.daf.gov.za. That's www.daff.gov.za or contact uh, Ms. Shumani Tsibani on 012-309-5765. That's uh, Ms. Shumani Tsibani, 012-309-5765. The news around your world changes by the minute. The late Deputy Minister of Social Development, Dr. Jean Swan. The SACP has welcomed the President. She says they are facing charges such as unlawful circumstances. But if you check the reshuffles as a package. For a loyal listener like you, losing out on the latest news is not an option. To stay in touch with updated news and views, simply tune in and keep up. SABC News, Africa's news leader. The Talk Shop. Talking to me out there, we're talking about stress and what it does to us and so forth. Uh, just to go back to relationships now. Yeah. Yes. Um, when we're having trouble with our partners and sometimes they can see that something is wrong and we deny it because mm -hmm. we look at that as a sign of weakness. Yes. I'm not angry. I'm fine. Don't tell me. Don't think for me. That type of thing. Yes. What do we do in that situation? How, how do we get around it? Because obviously, uh, th this is the stress that is 
obviously putting me at denial, making me stupid as well, uh, <laughs> for me to fail to recognize my own body talking to me. Yes. Unfortunately, and this is the main thing with stress, is that when we're stressed, we're not present. Okay, so we're not here in this moment. Hmm. Every time we're stressed, and if you look at this, you know, examine your own life. Every time you feel stressed or anxious or something, look at what's going on in your mind. You're either in the past, thinking about things that have happened and maybe were not so nice, or you've gone off into the future and you're worrying about possible things that might happen. Hmm. Um, so the best thing that we can do, and here this breathing helps as well, is just... If you can take a few deep breaths and just bring yourself back towards yourself, like, here I am, here now, what's actually going on? Because we get so lost in our minds, and this is half of the problem with relationships, is that when we're lost in our minds, who's running our lives? If we're off in our head in somebody else's business or in the past or the future, who's actually running your life? And I'll tell you who's running it. (laughs) Who's running it is your unconscious mind. Okay. And, and making all these mistakes and being all chaotic. Yes, and having your fights for you and stuff. And what happens is the unconscious mind is programmed in your childhood. So you get programmed by your parents, your teachers, yeah. your society, your religion, whatever mm. influences you had as a child. When you're in that early stage, before seven years old, and you're just absorbing information, and you absorb the way that your parents are, the kind of relationships they have, the people that you see around you, and you program that into your mind. So later on in your life, when you are off consciously wondering about the future and stuff, what's running your mind is your unconscious mind, and that's your programming. So you'll end up having relationships that look exactly like your parents' relationships and dealing with your children in the same way that your parents did. Because that's your programming, and you are not consciously there to choose differently. I thought that was daydreaming somehow. Yes, well, you're daydreaming. Your conscious mind is off somewhere, wherever it is, imagining something or worrying about some conversation you had yesterday or thinking about something you've got to do tomorrow. Rationalizing too much. Yeah. (laughs) Sheesh. Well, some of us can recognize ourselves in these things, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but then, how, how does then how does one then get around to trying to change that, to uh, get rid of these thoughts, bring yourself to yourself, as it were, and be in the present? Yes. Well, being in the present, you know, a lot of it is just training yourself to do that. Mm. We habitually go off in our minds. So it's recognizing that and bringing yourself back. I mean, with my clients, I tell them very simple things. Focus on your breathing because you can only breathe Mm. now Mm. or feel your body from the inside. So what do I feel like now from the inside? Um, Another technique that I give to parents specifically is what I call stop. And that's stop, take a few deep breaths, Observe observe what's going on with the other person. Observe right. what's going on with yourself. Yes. And then proceed with love, kindness, and compassion. So it's just creating that little gap between reacting or responding. Because normally what we do in re- relationships is we react. Yes. And that's where all the trouble We're starts. We're very quick there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, someone says something and you, there you are, back with your response. And, and you haven't even thought about it, which means where is it coming from? It's coming from your unconscious programming. So you need to create that little bit of a gap mm. between the thing that triggers you 
and how you come back. Six minutes past eight. Obviously, a lot of us can see ourselves in what Mayor is saying. Any thoughts, comments, if you recognize this, if you were not aware that you're stressing, if this has happened to you, obviously you need to talk to someone like Mia to help you, you know, find yourself. 891 SMS is at 34701 at a cost of two rand. Your emails at studio at sfm.co.za. Now, what you just said, I wonder if, therefore, when we are stressing, we are basically living on the edge, about to tip over, and we're not aware. Yes, I think most people are living on the edge, you know, and it's only when that something comes that pushes them over, you know, maybe somebody dies or there's a divorce or a financial crisis or some big event happens that pushes them over. Mm. But most of us are living in that state of stress all the time. And the effects of that on our bodies, on our relationships, on our ability to work properly. I mean, if all the blood is in your hindbrain, you know, you can't even do your work properly. Mm. So in order to function optimally as human beings, we have to deal with the stress thing. We've got to do it. We've got to find ways to bring the stress levels down. And a lot of what stress is really is your perception of what's going on. It's not necessarily that what's happening in your life is bad, mm. but that you view it as bad. You know where we come from, I mean, in the townships. Um, stress is equated to thinking too much. Yes. You will hear parents say, you think too much, and it's wrong. And, and many of us haven't really put that together to say, actually, you're stressing. Somebody's mm. seeing stress in you. Yes, and that's absolutely right, because where's your stress coming from? It's coming from your thoughts about what's happening to you. Mm, mm. So something's happening, whatever it is, even if it is a big something like a divorce or whatever, you, you then your mind goes and looks at that and judges it and says, this is bad, this shouldn't be happening, it's not okay, and, and there come the stressful feelings. So with those thoughts, you're releasing certain chemicals into your body, adrenaline and cortisol and, cortisol and stuff like that, which... You know, then gives you those effects that we call stress: the mm. increased heart rate, the panic attacks, the sweating, the inability to shortness sleep, shortness of breath, and things. Shortness of breath. I mean, the you know, you've got a nice list of of symptoms of stress, and yeah. <laughs> it covers just about everything. The list is long. It's physiological and behavioural, mm. affective, cognitive, and also spiritual. Yes. Wow. I thought spirituality just solves uh, half the problems. <laughs> well, spirituality could solve half your problems, but you know what we do is that we take mm. spirituality and we view it through this rational and critical mind. And <laughs> even our spirituality becomes stressful because what? I should be doing this and I shouldn't be doing that and I'm going to be judged by somebody. What are people going to say? Yes, exactly. What are people going to say? What are, you know... How are the elders looking at me? How is the church looking at me? But isn't that in a way that the worry about other people, isn't that in a way shaping our behavior? It is shaping our behavior, but not always in a good way. Ish. Let's quickly chat to <laughs> Kalistas in German. Good evening. Well, good evening. Thanks, What's for, ca thanks for calling. Yes. Yes. Yes, please, uh, Doctor. You know, today I noticed that I'm nervous. I cannot even look at the face. I don't know why. What's caused it? 
And it happens to me some time ago that you let her go away, but today it's back again. That I feel like I'm nervous. I can't even, I even greeted somebody this afternoon, but I can't look at his face, and I don't know why. Huh. Nervous can't look at people's face. Hey, um, You know, I would say if, if you're feeling nervous, again, like I was saying, it's what are you? What is happening in your mind? Mm. You want to go in there because, like I was saying, it's not the external thing. It's not somebody else that's causing you that nervousness. The nervousness comes from your interpretation of what's going on. Mm. So you want to stop in that situation and just take a deep breath. And here's the observe. Observe your own thinking. What's happening in your mind at that time? Right. I want to banish that thought. But it's not about banishing it either. Yeah. Because the minute you want to banish the thought, what are you doing? You're getting stressed about the thought. So we don't want to be stressed. You're adding a second layer of negativity onto the negativity. So you want to go, okay, there is a thought that is perhaps not what I want. And I even do this with my children. I say like this. I put my hands in front of my face and say, clear the screen. Just clear it. Clear Mm. that thought. And just think of something else. Don't judge the thought. Allow the thought to be and let it waft by and think something else. So then focus your mind onto something positive or focus your mind onto your breathing or something good in your environment. One of the best things for this is either just put a smile on your face. You know, it's very difficult for your brain to feel stressed mm. while you're smiling. Somebody once said to me, if, if you are worried about something, you need to solve it to lessen your stress. If you cannot, don't force yourself to do it. Yes. Just let it be. It'll solve itself and you will be okay. Yes. Is that how it works? That's it. You know, a lot of the time what we do in life is we interfere with our own lives. Yeah. You know, and our lives generally work themselves out if we stop interfering. If you just relax and know that everything is happening the way that it should happen at the right time, and we stop interfering so much and trying to get involved and fix things and, you know, just take a step back, take a few deep breaths, and view the situation in a different way. And that's often the case is we're so involved and so busy interfering that we're too in the situation to actually see what's going on. In the relationship... I'm in a relationship, I'm stressing, my partner picks it up because the communication has just gone haywire, I'm more quieter, I read the paper instead of talking to her, that type of thing. How do you manage that and and, and how do you help your partner uh, to be comfortable in you knowing that uh, they're stressed and you want to help them? How, How do you become vulnerable to a point of getting the help you need? You know, I think... If if you've got partners and you're living together and somebody is stressed, you know, sometimes people just need space. Mm. And I think it's a really healthy thing in a relationship to give people space. You know, just if you can see that your partner is there and they actually just want to read the paper and they don't want to engage, let them be. Mm. You know, here again, we want to go and interfere. <laughs> let me go and see. Can I make it better? Can I do something for you? They haven't asked for your help. Yeah. You know? If somebody needs help, the correct thing is to go, hey, you know what, my love, I actually need some help right now. You know, can you, and tell them what you need. Can you give me some space? 
or in some relationships <laughs> that's a red light right there huh? you're looking for trouble space for what <laughs> and this is where our conditioning comes in mm. because somewhere then in your conditioning is something saying it's that's not okay there must be something wrong why do they need space and whatever it is, jealousy comes in or suspicion or what's go actually going on here? Do they not like me anymore? You know, there we come with all our own interpretations that mm. we put onto a situation that's actually a simple situation. So we come with our own insecurities and our own negative views of relationships from whatever happened when we were growing up. Mm. And then we put that onto a situation instead of just seeing the situation for what it is. Somebody is sitting there reading a paper. You need some space. There's nothing wrong with that. Yo, this just thing is expensive. <laughs> because for me, my reading of this is, is it, it bothers on issues of trust. Yes. Uh, it, it, it bothers on issues of being open-minded and just being simple with your partner. If you're open-minded, if they ask for space... It wouldn't be an issue. No, it shouldn't be. That if, if you have these preconceived ideas that you haven't really dealt with, then yes. stress will manifest. Yes. And this is why, you know, what I do, the majority of my work with my clients is going in and looking at what are those limiting beliefs that you have? What mm. is that conditioning that you have? Because that's what's creating the problem. You know, the problem in a relationship can actually generally be solved by one person and if that person so you know when I see couples I'll often just see the one partner and it's okay because once they clear out their conditioning and mm. they stop with that constant reacting to what's going on in the relationship things sort themselves out it takes two to fight <laughs> because I, I was listening to a guy who was fighting with the, with the nurse I mean he had gone to check his blood pressure and he thought he was fine and when he got there, they said his blood pressure was high. So in his mind, he started thinking diet yes. and lack of exercise as the possible causes of this. Which would be possible Which causes. would be. Yes. But then he started saying, no, I eat very well. I eat very well. I don't do as much exercise as, as I should, but mm. I eat very well. This shouldn't be the issue. And when they introduced the issue of stress, he was gobsmacked. Yes. And said, but how? They said, no, you're stressing. And he still cannot internalize that. Well, think about it just in terms of the physiology of stress. You mm. know, the stress response is supposed to be there for crisis situations, like the lion is coming to eat you. Mm. <laughs> okay, mm. there's your crisis situation. And you do need your blood pressure to go up. You know, you need your heart to beat faster so yeah. that that blood is going through, that you can run, you can fight. Other things that go with that, your platelets become sticky in your blood so that yeah. if you get attacked, your blood is going to clot quickly and you're not going to bleed to death. So things like heart attacks, I mean, are directly af affected by stress. Um, you know, all of those things that are happening in the body are, they're affecting you on a very real level, on a real physical level. So something like high blood pressure, absolutely it can come from stress. And we're not thinking about this because we get so used to having these levels of stress, which are actually very high. Mm. But we get used to that. It becomes part of that comfort zone I was talking about. Yes. So I'm used to now being stressed. But your body is not used to that. It's designed to experience that stress response for short periods of time. You know, 
half an hour of being chased by the lion, not 30 days of a stressful job. Mm -hmm. And we're just not designed to have the stress response going on for so long. So the longer it goes on, the more damage it's doing to the body. Um, just even on a very basic level, the, for the body to heal, we need to be in the relaxation response, the opposite of that. Yeah. So healing doesn't happen when you're stressed. It needs relaxation because what's happening? The body's in, okay, I'm at rest now. It's okay. I can use the energy that I have to heal. Most of the time, we're using the energy to fuel the fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And if you're not healing, there come a whole host of other problems. So... Minor things that should heal, cuts, scrapes, um, stomach ulcers, things that should heal fairly quickly go on and on for weeks, months. You know, and, and really, if you look at the kind of modern diseases we have, you can trace pretty much, I would say, 90% of those back to stress. I mean, I'm actually thinking now, if I suddenly have flu, yes. chances are I'm stressing. And chances are you are. Sure. And flu is not going to help your relationship, especially if it's man flu. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm told we are such crybabies. We even use flu as an excuse to get attention, yeah. among other things. <laughs> but you're right. The chances are that you are stressed. Mm. Because why is your immune system not handling that? You know, flu viruses, we get programmed by the media that the flu virus comes in winter and there it's spread and it's spread by people sneezing and coughing. Actually, it's around all the time. It's everywhere all the time. And you need to be susceptible to that yeah. to get the flu. So there are people, I mean, I've gone through this whole winter absolutely perfectly healthy. And why? Because I'm constantly, constantly working on my stress levels, doing things to re relax, to take it easy, to slow down. Isn't that stressful on its own? Not at all. Yeah, for some particular person, ah, it's stressful, I must think of my breathing now, I mustn't breathe like I'm going to die, I must breathe like this, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I suppose the lazy person us comes in. Yes, but it's such a simple thing that you really, you can do it while you're driving, or... You know, while you're chatting to someone on the phone or while you're waiting in a queue at the bank, it does, it's not like you have to set aside time to do now this extra thing in your day. Yeah. 29 minutes to 9 on South Africa's news and information. We're talking to me. Uh, we're talking about stress. Goodness gracious me. I think a lot of us recognize ourselves in everything she said tonight. And uh, it's time to revisit ourselves and uh, also maybe ask people we live with as to whether they think we're stressed or we've suddenly changed. Because if we've changed, then that could be a telltale sign Absolutely. that uh, we need to revisit ourselves. We talk a lot more after this. Oh, can you believe that? On the internet again, Emil. Yep, on the intraweb, catching up on my Facebook. You mean Facebook? Yeah, I've got some nice bits from BookTube. That's YouTube. And reading some flutter updates. Uh, Twitter. It's Twitter. Oh, I got a virus. What? Where? It's called a Trojan. Where's Norton when you need him? Uh, quick, quarantine the thing before it gets on your iPad. Yay! Who said I'm fat? Uh, no, Emil, I'm talking about your iPad. <laughs> your iPad. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I'm so gonna Gmail your mom and tell her how nasty you can be. Gmail! Oh, I can't anymore. Feels like I'm losing my berries. <laughs> Gotcha! It's Blackberry John. Blackberry Silly. <laughs> Get it? 
Welcome to convenience and welcome to TV licenses. In a world of online solutions, isn't it nice to know you can pay your TV license online in just a matter of minutes? Go to tvlic.co.za today. Countless people think they portray the center of all things in life. However, there is an objective core that exists and belongs to nobody. That core is found in the truth. We discuss this truth on Sunday Live, intending to raise the level of social dialogue. Join us on Sunday Live, every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. on SABC One. Brought to you by SABC News. 27 minutes to nine on South Africa's news and information leader. The SABC is inviting potential suppliers to submit proposals for the supply of two eight-ton trucks. Tender documents obtainable since the 2nd of July 2013 from 8 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon upon receipt of uh, proof of payment of a non-refundable 1,000 rand fee made to the SABC Limited at the APSA Bank account number 284-000-1124 at the Auckland Park branch in Houting. Now, the reference number is SGE-OHTT-13-05, and the closing date is the 2nd of August, 2013, at 12 noon. For inquiries relating to the collection of documents, please call the Tender Office on 011-714-4764. That's 011-714-4764. Or if you can, make your way to the SABC Radio Park. We are in um, Auckland Park on Henley Road in Johannesburg. And of course, for more information, go to our website, www.sabc.co.za. The Talk Shop. 26 minutes to 9 on SFM, talking stress and relationships with a life coach, transform, transformational coach, someone who will help you really uh, bring back the spark into the relationship, into the house, and uh, change the energy from negative to positive energy, and get that aura going, because uh, it gets to that at the end of the day. And of course, uh, Mia Von Shah is our guest. Um... SMS says, I hate it when somebody shouts and I always tell my family and even anyone around me. Guess what? I also shout at them uh, without uh, realizing it. This is Nelson in Binoni. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's, that's actually quite a typical thing for people to say, you know. The minute we're pointing our finger at somebody else yeah. and saying, you doing this to me, guess what? There's three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah. So... Whatever we judge in other people is generally something we need to work on ourselves. And, you know, particularly when we're living in close quarters with other people, which mm. we do in families, you know, we, we're a whole lot of different personalities under one roof. Right. And there's bound to be a bit of conflict. And it's just looking at that and going, you know, we can have a whole lot of ideas in our head about who should and shouldn't be doing what. Right. But whose business is it? Actually, but also we have such expectations of certain people in our lives. Yes, and there's uh, your problem already. If you've got an expectation, whose expectation is it? But It's yours. But the flip side of that, Mia, is that if I have an expectation that Ndogozo will do X and he doesn't do it, Yes. And I say to them, well, I didn't expect you to do it. And they say, don't treat me like a fool. It becomes a catch-22 situation. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you're not. What do you do now? <laughs> 
You've got to start lot, with and, the expectation in the first place. A lot of males are dealing with that. I mean, if I buy Tuli a dress, if she asks me if it makes her look big, I walk away. Because <laughs> there's trouble there. <laughs> there probably is trouble there. Yeah, <laughs> I perceive trouble and I'm thinking, if I say no, it doesn't, she will say you lie. Yes, it's you, true. <laughs> like, but maybe, well, a little bit, but it, it's acceptable. I, li- I like it the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble already. You're in trouble, definitely. <laughs> how, how do we deal with that? In, in such a way that, even if it's part of, 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 of our daily dealings, it doesn't have that much of a, an effect on our physicality, Mm. uh, on on our stress levels. It's something that will come in for a short while and go away. Mm. The way that you deal with that is really about dealing with your own insecurities because all of our problems in relationships come from our own insecurities. Mm. For example, like that, you know, you're insecure about your opinion. Mm. She's insecure about the way that she looks in a dress. You know, if we all just, let go of those insecurities that we have and actually loved ourselves exactly the way we are, then there wouldn't be a problem because you could say to me, oh, you look fat in that outfit. I'm going to laugh at you because I'm actually very comfortable with the way that I look and I really don't care what your opinion is. If I get upset, I must check myself. You must check yourself, yes. And we play off, especially in close relationships, because we become mirrors to each other. So all of your issues come up with your partner. Mm. And I really believe relationships are there to do exactly that. They're there to bring up the stuff that you need to deal with and Mm. put it in your face so that you can see it, so that you can grow. Relationships are not just there for us to be happy and in love and nice to each other all the time. It's... You bring up your stuff, you look at it, and you're like, okay, I've got some growing to do because this is triggering me. It's making me angry. It's upsetting me. What is that in me? What can I learn from this, and how can I change and grow? And then your relationship becomes something else entirely. It becomes, instead of looking to the other person Mm. to fulfill your happiness, you look to them to challenge you to grow. And that's a very different way to view a relationship. And uh, looking to them not to be too nice to you, just to please you. Yes. But to be as straightforward as they can. That's it. And wouldn't it be nice if we could actually say to our partner, you know what, that dress actually doesn't do you justice. It really doesn't. You know, there's a nice way to do this, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> because the dress makes you look fat is yeah. not yeah. Is not the way to go. But to say to someone, you know, my love, that dress is really doesn't do you justice. Like that other one that you wear looks absolutely stunning. This one is not doing it for you. Because wouldn't you rather know that before you step out and go to the party or something? Brutally honest. <laughs> Ooh, we can't handle that. But we can if we are comfortable with ourselves. Mm. And this is the thing, is to go and look at when I get triggered by something like that. What is it that I believe about me? Because there's a lovely analogy of this, of, you know, if you've got an orange and you squeeze the orange, okay, what do you get? Oh, some nice juice. Hopefully orange juice, right? Hopefully it's sweet. (laughs) You're not going to get pear juice out of the orange. Why? Because what's inside the orange is orange juice, Mm, okay? mm. And the same thing, if I come to you and I start pressing your buttons and out comes anger, 
Why is the anger the response that I get? Because that's what's inside. So if someone triggers you and you feel angry or jealous or afraid or that's what's in you and that's what you need to deal with. So the people in our lives are really like messengers telling us what we need to work on. Yeah, so I can safely say I'm actually not picking on you. I'm just helping you. <laughs> I wonder how that will go down. I wonder. <laughs> I am not on your case. I'm just helping you. Can you understand that, Sulu? Hey! <laughs> hey. She's, giving, she's giving you the look. <laughs> Relationships have suddenly become very difficult and very challenging. Relationships are very challenging, but I think they're challenging for a reason. Because where else are we going to grow? You know, if we all just being nice to each other all the time and yes you look lovely and nobody's really facing the truth mm. where's your information telling you hey there's something you need to work on so basically what you're saying there if we are that honest with ourselves and we confront these things head on yes and we're open-minded and we constantly deal with ourselves chances of arguments are going are going to be zero that's right you get to a point where Arguments just don't happen. And the reason for that is both people in the relationship are comfortable with themselves. So they're also comfortable with allowing the other person to be in a bad mood if they're in a bad mood. You know, and He's say, in a bad mood? Let him enjoy it. It's all right. That's He'll it. Come out of it. He will. So leave him. Wow. <laughs> How can people get hold of you, man? Um, they can get me, probably best is on my website, it's yes. www.transformationalcoaching.co.za. Fantastic. And all my details on their phone number, email, everything. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Absolute pleasure. My head is buzzing. Chances <laughs> <laughs> I won't fall asleep immediately like I thought I would. You can just do your breathing. You'll be fine. There you go. Thank you for coming through and, and for waking us up. Pleasure. We, Thanks, we my love. With, with everything going on, we need to breathe and be fine. When Sula says to me, breathe, I'll tell my mother. <laughs> Thanks for coming through. Thanks, my love. Lovely. There you go. Transformationalcoaching.co.za for more information. This is something for everyone. Everyone, we need this. 17 minutes to 9 in the moment. We'll chat to Kamohelo Kekana, Chief Executive Officer of Cheese Kids. Um, these are young people. Uh, who have uh, since 2009 been campaigning uh, in helping motivate and uh, afforded thousands of uh, young people to participate in uh, ways and means of uh, helping to celebrate uh, that does day and month and of course that's 67 minutes to, to us doing something good for the next person like I do. I believe in paying it forward and uh, this is what they do. Stay with us.